Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of On My Mind. I'm Shelley Griffith, and today we're going to be talking about old toys. The first notation of toys turned out to be a spinning top in King Tut's time in ancient Egypt. Very interesting. The first jigsaw puzzle came about in 1767, developed by John Spilsbury. In 1817, the kaleidoscope came along. Rocking horses, trains, hoops, balls, all kinds of toys have been developed over centuries, and it's fascinating to see the progression to this day and time. In the early 50s, Mr. Potato Head made its debut. Legos, which are still very popular today, came out. One story I found fascinating was of the Slinky. Who among us hasn't had a Slinky? A Richard James first introduced it at Gimbel's department store in Philadelphia in 1945, and 400 units sold out in 90 minutes. After a bad divorce, his wife Betty took over the company and was one of the first women CEOs in the United States. And in 1960, she did such a remarkable job, sales skyrocketed. The original cost of a slinky was $1. She sold out, and it's now part of what is known as Just Play. And it entered the International Toy Hall of Fame in 2000. Some of the most recognizable and perhaps most fun for, for me, certainly, and maybe for you, we'll talk about the yo-yo. Actually, I thought it was a much more modern toy. Turns out there was a description of it in 500 BCE. In the 1600s, it was called a bandalore, B-A-N-D-A-L-O-R-E. Premier maker, premier maker of this product today is Duncan since the 1930s. And those of us who tried to master the sleeping yo-yo or the sleeper or walk the dog or do around the world still find it fascinating. The Ouija board, O-U-I-J-A, but as you know, most of us call it Ouija, came out in 1886, and it actually means good luck. It was invented by an Elijah Bond and made its first appearance in Egypt. Many hours and days playing with this uh, have been spent in our childhood until we could get the answer we wanted. Lionel trains. What little boy doesn't want a Lionel? Zero gauge turned up in 1915. Standard gauge, 1939. Millions sold and displayed everywhere, and what a wonderful thing to have around the Christmas tree. Magic 8-Ball. Albert Carter invented this by being inspired by a spirit-writing device, whatever that was. And originally, it served as a paperweight. There are 20 possible answers in the ball, 10 affirmative, 5 negative, and 5 non-committal. Yes, no, outlook not so good. My two youngest grandchildren received one each, for Christmas, and it was fascinating playing with them and getting answers. My favorite, the Daisy Red Rider BB gun. 
and it was at one time considered the most famous toy in the world. Came out in 1938 in the .177 caliber. Initially cost two dollars and ninety-five cents. Today, the same gun, forty-four dollars. Christmas Story, as we all know, made it a huge hit. The effective range is actually 60 feet, and though I never shot my eye out, I did at one point shoot myself in the foot. Fortunately, I was wearing shoes. Another great toy is the Spirograph, S-P-I-R-O-G-R-A-P-H, a mathematical roulette curve with multiple discs in the set that produce absolutely beautiful pictures. My youngest grands absolutely had a ball at Christmas drawing some of the most stunning pictures. It was actually developed by a mathematician for drawing spirals, and it certainly has served very well to generations. The hula hoop actually showed up around 500 B.C. in Australia, made out of bamboo. Plastic didn't come around until 1958. Whammo Toys, who owns the right to the hula hoop now, created the Frisbee as well. The hula hoop underwent the biggest toy introduction ever. 25 million units sold in four months. Two years later, 100 million units. Unbelievable. Play-Doh. Originally, Play-Doh was a wallpaper cleaner in the 1930s, a mixture of salt, water, and flour. It only lasts about two to three months inside those little plastic containers and then turns to cement, as we've learned. The Barbie doll. Goodness gracious, what a hit that was. Ruth Handler, H-A-N-D-L-E-R, developed it in 1959, at the New York Toy Fair. She wore a black and white swimsuit, ponytail, and high heels. Obviously, as we're aware, many changes have occurred over the years with development of different dolls. Now, it is a movie. I just saw the previews the other day when I went to see another movie. Looks just like the original Barbie. Legos. Who in the world hasn't played Legos? It actually means play well in Danish language. Came out in 1949, has undergone marked changes, and is a wonderful creative play toy. The Toy Hall of Fame actually began in 1998, inducting 11 toys, and now they have brought in a total of 80, 81. The spinning top didn't even get in until last year, 2022 along with the Light Bright, L-I-T-E-B-R-I-T-E, which was created in 1966. Masters of the Universe entered last year as well. I know nothing about that particular toy. Sand, yes, sand like on the beach, entered in 2021, as did the game Risk and fascinating American Girl franchise, which I've certainly been associated with for 26 years. Hot Wheels, invented in 1900, got in in 2011. Star Wars came out in 1977, but the Star Wars franchise didn't get in until 
2012. The teddy bear associated with President Teddy Roosevelt, 1902, got in in 1998, and Scrabble, created in the 1920s, didn't enter until 2004. It's really amazing the prices of some of these toys. If you look back and see what people are willing to pay for them, totally unbelievable. The 1959 Barbie, actually, if it's in vintage condition, $23,000. Where the Wild Things are, an original first edition by Maurice Sendak, $25,000. 1978's Luke Skywalker can fetch $25,000. Atari Air Raid, I do not know that particular game, 33,000. Pokemon cards, 100,000 for a set. Hot Wheels VW Beach Bus, 125,000. An original Monopoly game with the drawings and the original board, 1933, will bring 146,000. G.I. Joe and ones of us young boys haven't played with G.I. Joe. Came out actually from Hasbro in 1964. Certainly, I had G.I. Joe sets before that time. $200,000. A Honus Wagner, H-O-N-U-S, baseball card in mint condition, though it's not a toy, still brings $2.8 million. And then we have comic books, especially the first edition of Superman, $3.2 million. I had a wonderful set of baseball cards and comic books that I had saved over the years. I used to trace or actually begin sketching the covers of various comic books, remembering how fun that was. When I went away to college, came back after the first two to three months and discovered that my stepmother sadly had tossed the baseball cards and the comic books because she didn't think that I would need them anymore and I'm still crying to this day. A look at toys is just fascinating and as you purchase toys for your children, grandchildren or great-grands. It's amazing that some of these are still around and how much fun we can still have with them. Until next time, one of my favorite authors, Ben Franklin, left us with some of these wonderful sayings. Tart words make no friends. A spoonful of honey will catch more flies than a gallon of vinegar. Another quote, the doors of wisdom are never shut. And one that fits this program very well. Old boys have their playthings as well as young ones. The only difference is the price. So true. Thank you for listening today. And if you have any comments, just email me at shellgriff at gmail.com. Or if you find some old toys laying around and want to send some information to me, that would be interesting as well. 
and I'd like to wish each of you a safe and healthy day, and I'll see you a little further on up the road. Thank you.